Hello, everyone. My name is Tessa Scotto, and I'm your host for Behind This Mic Show. You can find us on our website, BehindThisMicShow.rocks. That's R-O-C-K-S. And we're just happy to be back after a long hiatus. Uh, we've all been working on other ventures. We haven't forgotten about the podcast. Uh, but in the middle of this crisis, when we intended to return, as you know, uh, we are currently in a state of pandemic, civil unrest, all of these things that are going on in our world currently. But we wanted to come to you with some stories, uh, some stories about people not quitting. Now, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have quit in me. Okay. Have I quit things before? Yes, I have. But it's very difficult for me to do so. Um, So I don't know. I am thinking that these shows are kind of like a very, very long poem about a journey um, of everyone, kind of an amalgamation of stories of people who just didn't quit. And I'm introducing this next series with um, some observations and stories for today. So if you will continue to listen for just a few minutes, I will be able to give you an appropriate introduction to what's going to happen for the next few weeks. Before we begin that, I have a question for you today. And this question uh, can be a hard one. And it's simply, have you considered quitting? Uh, Just giving up everything without a plan. And I think all of us at one time or another thought to throw the towel in, in many different areas. And I'm I'm not really talking about um, quitting things that are unhealthy for you. We'll talk a little bit later about that in the series and perhaps uh, today a little bit. But I want to bring to the forefront some quotes that some of you may be familiar with. Thomas Alva Edison, you know, as we know, he had the corner on someone who didn't quit. And here are a few quotes. He said, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. He also said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And lastly, he said, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. If he had quit, we wouldn't have electricity. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't enjoy the amenities of our current society, right? But I have to admit that I have a bit of a skewed view of quitters. I don't like the act of quitting. It it just feels to me like there's always something more that I can do. But as I said earlier, there are definitely times to resign and move on. Definitely. And I don't want you to feel bad about that. If you quit something recently and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm having second, you know, guess. I'm second guessing myself. I'm not really sure. But... There's ways to spot differences. And I just ask you today, how how do you know to keep on, as they say in church, keep on keeping on? What are the markers of possible success when you're about to quit? To state the obvious, not continuing with something that harms you. Yeah, quit that. Even though you and I 
personally may not agree about what is harmful. There are certain things we may agree on. Um, a, an abusive relationship, uh, drug addiction, you know, these overarching themes that really do hurt and harm people. But there are nuances within our experiences, and I'm just going to share stories of those who didn't quit and why in the next few weeks, in their own words. Maybe these things will help you. Maybe they will help me. But I want to tell a, a brief story, an introduction, and I'm going to talk about this person a bit, uh, change their name a little bit. So apologies if this is actually your name because it's not about you. And I've just given her the name Kira. And Kira is a young girl that I had the pleasure of meeting when I worked at Union Rescue Mission in Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles there, many years ago now. And this person was an amazing kid. I mean, extremely intelligent to the point uh, where her, her reading level was off the charts. I know at the age of 10, 11, you know, she was reading, you know, college level material and you know, you could see that there was just an amazing personality and an amazing understanding of what was going on in her life, an awareness. And she was homeless. She lived with her mom and some siblings. I'm not going to say how many. You may know her. You may not know her. I kind of, you know, she is in the public eye, but I don't want to mention her real name because we haven't spoken in a long time. But I was looking through a little book that I have of memories from working at Union Rescue Mission, and she was extremely surprised when I left Union Rescue Mission. I was extremely surprised, actually. I, I thought that I would work there for a while, but some other opportunities came by that seemed a better fit for me. Uh, and in the long run, you know, Union Rescue Mission and the way that I view um, homeless and the way that I view people uh, that do not have the blessings that I have. It really did change my perspective in a lot of ways, and more about that, you know, maybe in another show. But Kira was unique in that she had an inner strength, even at the age of 10 and 11, the, the time, the time, during the time that I knew her. She was about that age. And a resilience that inspired me. You know, no matter, you know, if she went to school and people made fun of her for living, you know, in a mission, living in a homeless shelter. She very courageously and ferociously kept at her books and kept studying. And, you know, after I left the mission and, you know, became involved in other jobs, you know, I became aware that she had gone on to college and graduated, um, quite a good college actually an excellent one, one that you, whose name you would definitely recognize back east. But my question is, even at that age, she displayed just the ability to get back up. Uh, you know, her mother, I don't think to this day, um, ever left um, being homeless. I think she still is homeless or she was the last time that I checked. And I have followed her at arm's length because if you know anything 
about working in a homeless shelter, you know, it's it's quite embarrassing for the kids and it's it's quite sad. And even if you're a youth worker, as I was then, you know, I would see some of the kids that I worked with uh, just out and about, you know, with different families and being adopted by different families. And they would always come up and say hi to me, but they would always kind of lie a little bit about where they'd met me. They would say, oh, she's my teacher, or, you know, I knew her a long time ago. They never wanted to say where where it is that they met me. But Kira stayed with me my entire life, and whenever I thought, wow, this is, you know, this is too much for me, or, you know, I don't think that I can go further, I would think about her, and I would think, what is it inside of her? that makes her get up in the morning, get ready, go to school, create the environment of success for herself. And that's really what I think her story is about. One of the things that makes you not quit is being as much in control of your situation as you can be in. You may have hardly any control. Uh, it may just feel like things are being thrown at you. But if you can create an environment for yourself where you can have success, then you will find that you don't want to quit. You have created that recipe for success by putting in place the things that you need to put in place. There are some singular lessons that I'm going to share from Hira's life. And I hope you tune in the next few weeks to listen to those things that I observed in her. The things that, for me, became life lessons learned from a 10-year-old. And so wherever she is today, I thank her. Because her resilience has helped me in my life not to quit. So thanks for joining us, Sedan, behind this mic. As always, we would love for you to go to the major platforms... Um, Apple, Pandora, um, Stitcher, whatever you can think of, we are on it. And we'd love for you to uh, join and also share our podcast. And you can get updates there. We'll have some freebies. But most of all, we just want to be a positive voice in this world. So thanks once again for joining us. We will see you next week.